Welcome to the Morning Rog, thought-provoking questions designed to push juggling and jugglers onward and upward. Hey friends, my name is Blue Cat and Zero. And I'm Sylvan Arnold. This week's question, what brings you joy in juggling? Before we dive in, let's listen to our new mini-news segment, Ella's Umbrella, run by Ella Catanzaro, IJA silver medalist extraordinaire. Welcome back to Ella's Umbrella. I'm really excited this episode to announce a new part that I wanted to add, where I give a shout-out to a juggler that I think you should totally check out and give a follow. Our very first shout-out goes to Ed, whose Instagram is edspoons. He has been doing a 100-day juggling challenge, and he's getting really close to finishing. I love his style, and it's been so much fun watching his different stalls and rolls, so definitely make sure to check him out and give him a follow. February's Tricks of the Month video is now out. You can find it by searching up IJA Jugglers on YouTube, and it should be one of the first things to pop up. This month, we have a collaboration between Beau and Armin from France and Germany, who are both incredible poi jugglers. I can't even imagine being able to juggle poi, but these guys make it look so beautiful and effortless. Their video was incredible and so satisfying visually. I definitely enjoyed watching, so don't forget to check that out. Give them a follow on Instagram at Beau underscore juggler and Armin underscore Tashner. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm a huge Battle Knight fan, so I also wanted to share some exciting news. Battle Knight had its first ever in-person battle in the United States. Unfortunately for the viewers on Zoom, only the people watching in person could vote, which was disappointing but still a lot of fun. You can usually find the link to the Zoom on Battle Knight's Facebook. But if you want to stay updated on what's happening, make sure to follow them on Instagram at Battle Knight Official. Totally recommend joining in on their Zooms. It's a lot of fun. I always have a blast. This has been Ella's Umbrella. Keep juggling, stay cool, and rock on. Thank you so much, Ella. And thank you, everyone, who responded to our question. Before we start, however, if any of our listeners out there want to share their thoughts on this week's question, what brings you joy in juggling, just DM The Morning Rog's Instagram at The Morning Rog, and we will share your answer on our Instagram story. Starting off, we've got Zach McAllister. Zach is an incredible juggler. He's a 2019 IJA Individuals Gold Medalist, and he has been in the top 10 of the Top 40 Jugglers chart in the last five years. Fluent in countless props and many beyond the ordinary, Zach is a huge inspiration to me, and I know he is a huge inspiration to so many other jugglers. Here he is. What brings me joy in juggling? You know, there's a lot of things about juggling that are great, that are just really awesome, but I'd say probably the number one thing is uh, the community. There's such a vibe of you can meet your idols, you can talk to anybody who you want, you can message anybody, and they will probably get back to you. To me, that was always really, really um, fun and inspiring to be part of a community where everybody is fair game to like just reach out to and like talk to um and sure they might not respond but like they might you never know so it was always cool to be part of something where like everything was on the table in terms of like you could ask um let's say like 
Jay Gilligan what he thought about triangles as rings or whatever. And, like, he would actually email you back and let you know, like, oh, hey, I think about this. It's not like other um, sports-type situations or, like, other, like, hobbies where there's just no way you're going to, like, talk to Ryan Sheckler. Yeah, I just, I find that really interesting. And also just back to the community, Jugglers are just really, really weird people, but in general, they're pretty nice, and that's, uh, that's cool, um, to be just in a community with a bunch of people who are nice, and they all just want to learn from each other. Thank you so much, Zach. I really liked what he said about how it's a super open and welcome community, and you can kind of ask anyone anything. I think that's super true. It applies to our podcast, in fact. We asked everyone in the first episode, there were kind of people that we knew, and in the second episode, we've really reached out to jugglers that we don't know so well and maybe are not so comfortable talking with, and all of them responded, which is amazing, and we're really grateful for it. And I think it really speaks to why juggling has a culture of support and why it's important as all you jugglers out there to be nice to any people that might be thinking of joining the community or have asked you things, just really be open and keep it a nice place. It's a good place. Yeah, for sure. It is a very, very welcoming community. I I know this as someone who recently joined this community. It's it's an amazing it's an amazing culture to step into. Zach mentioned two names, one being Jay Gilligan, who is an incredible theoretical juggler. He's done a lot of work with like exploring kind of like new and interesting concepts in juggling, and he actually has a show that just came out and he's performing now in New York called Reflex, the Reflex show. My juggling coach actually made the music for it. Yeah, Jay's a super cool guy. You should go check out the show. You can also get online tickets. Also another name that he mentions is Ryan Sheckler, who I didn't know who that was. I had to Google it. I'm sure all of you guys know, but <laughs> it was a new name for me. He is a skateboarding phenomenon, apparently, and he has two siblings named Shane and Kane. All right. Thank you so much, Zach. You can find Zach McAllister doing crazy things on his Instagram with untraditional props at at Zach McAllister. That's Z-A-K McAllister, M-C-A-L-L-I-S-T-R. And you can also support him on Patreon. Also, all of our guest social medias and Patreons are linked in the episode description, as well as on our Instagram bio, so you should totally go check them out and support them there. Next up, we have Billy Chaluka. Billy's a good friend of mine. He's also a club juggler who participated in the Traveling Youth Circus Circus Mercus this past year. He's a brilliant and stylistic acrobat as well as a talented musician. Here he is. Something that brings me joy in juggling is knowing that there's still more things that I can discover. There's infinitely many ways that I can explore my range of motion and see how it relates to the things around me. Knowing that my movement isn't exclusive to juggling balls, rings, clubs, traditional juggling props, but when I can find ways to incorporate, you know, the movements of juggling into everyday objects, it makes it seem so much more relevant to my everyday life. And that's what I, you know, take joy in. Something else that I enjoy is how small the community is, to be honest, because I feel like I can still contribute and I can still be seen. And I, I feel very supported in this tight-knit community of the juggling world. I'm always excited to see my peers and friends come up with new things. And um, I'm glad that I can, you know, be spectated by them as well. All right. Thank you so much, Billy. Billy speaks to a lot of things that I find really true, at least in my own juggling experience. One really important one for me is being seen as motivation. And that's something that like I, I at least really, really am like moved forward by. I really love like 
showing what I can do to people, especially like non-jugglers even. Just like, just like the joy in people's eyes when they see juggling just makes me really happy. And like experienced jugglers, like seeing me and like acknowledging what I'm doing. I think that is super important. Another thing Billy mentions right at the beginning is like the infinite possibility of juggling. And I've heard this described in an interesting way where like you envision this like upward triangle, this triangle tipped on its head. So like just the point is on the ground and it like stretches upwards where at the bottom is like the three ball cascade and like the very beginning of what you can learn as a juggle. And the more you learn, the more possibilities become become clear, like the more you can do. And that's something that really like inspires and intrigues me is this like this upward triangle of infinite possibilities, I like to call it. There's so many different ways to juggle. A lot of people, I think, don't realize it or don't really stick to it, but uh, you can juggle with anything. You can juggle with forks and Zach does incredible stuff with oven mitts. There's, there's always new territory to explore. Yes. And I, I find that something that's really beautiful and really inspiring because you can always go in different ways. Billy mentioned his movement. Billy's a great mover. I really appreciate how Billy moves in the world and how he juggles too. It's very, very inspiring. So thank you for being around, Billy. You can find Billy on Instagram at Billy.Chaluka. That's C-H-O-L-E-W-K-A on Instagram. Again, he's also linked in our bio. Welcome to the Raw Glossary. This is the newest segment of our podcast. On this little segment, we're going to define some terms, some juggler's jargon. Our first word here is the elephant in the room, the word rog. I realized that I don't really have a good way to describe this word. So we reached out to a mentor of ours, and he gave us a definition. Rog is an informal term that is used to describe all facets of juggling. In its simplest form, it simply means juggle or juggling. It's also used as a synonym for many of the units of juggling, such as trick, throw, sequence, etc. ROG is short for J-ROG, a word coined by Alec McGowan of Oak Park, Illinois. In its earliest use, it had strong surrealist or absurdist associations. We also solve an icon with our own definition of it. It is using juggling props or any object, including yourself, in unexpected and aesthetic movements. So this one's a little bit broader. We really wanted to expand upon that. You can ROG with food. You can rog with whatever the heck you want. You can rog with your mind. You can rog with your body. Hashtag clog rog. It's my favorite one. <laughs> clog rog. <laughs> uh, we also mentioned during Zach's clip something called the top 40. I don't think we addressed it there. Basically, the top 40 is something that has been going on for, I think, 18 or 19 years. It's run by this guy named Luke Burridge on his YouTube and his Instagram. And if you type in top 40 jugglers... And then a year it'll come up. Anyone who wants to can vote on YouTube video. And it is not the best jugglers. It is like whoever you want to vote for, whatever your standards. If you think they put out a good juggling video this year or they contributed to the community in a meaningful way, you should vote for them on Top 40 next November because it's not just came out. So it'll be a while. That's it for the Raw Glossary. Tune in next time we have an episode because there's going to be some more terms that we didn't define. Next up, we have Mariam Ahmed. Mariam juggles balls in tight, beautiful patterns on her Instagram at more than a juggler. She also made it on the top 40 jugglers this year, which I'm very, very excited about, very happy for. Here's Mariam. Juggling as a whole is a very de-stressing therapeutic activity, and it's hard to pick just one aspect of it that brings the most joy, just because it's so vast. There are so many sides to it that you can't possibly just pick one. But for me personally, I lean more towards the creative side of juggling, so making patterns. I'll take a bunch of elements of juggling and take them apart, put them back together. I'll 
rearrange them, recombine them in whatever way I want. And for me, that's that's what brings me the most joy, just seeing what my mind can come up with in terms of shapes and lines, and then figuring out a way to make that physically happen. That there's just something very satisfying about that whole process to me. And yeah, that's that's that whole process is what brings me the most joy in juggling. I thought it was really interesting how you touched on remixing. I listen to a lot of music. That's like my jam. It's what I do when I juggle. And I listen to a lot of like musical analysis when I have free time. And one thing they talk a lot about is the sampling and remixing of music in popular culture and how it's been really, really important to the culture of building upon other people's sounds and pulling from remixes in meaningful ways to make a new product. And I think there's a huge market for that in juggling as well. So I'm very excited that we're talking about remixing juggling as well. I actually listened to Jake Gilligan's podcast recently, and he talks about this idea of Actually, I don't know if it's him or the person he does the podcast with, Eric. I think it might be Eric, but he talks, either one of them talks about this idea of like this like vocabulary of juggling, these like chords and scales in relationship to music, like you're talking about with Blue, but you build this, you build this like this vocabulary, this, this like raw glossary, if you will, of, of like concepts and like individual tricks and throws. And then you can then take those and like bake them into like a beautiful juggling cake. And I think, I think that's really true. Miriam also talks about juggling as meditation. And I, for one, meditate every morning at my high school. And it's like part, it's part of our like curriculum. And in the mornings after meditation, one's mind just feels so like clear and like ready for the day. And I think that like juggling can be used as this kind of meditation. And for me, before I start practicing, I like to just like jam for five or 10 minutes before I start just to like, just to like clear my mind so I can like really focus. And I think, Juggling as meditation is like it's totally beneficial and it works for me. And I think if you have trouble practicing without getting distracted by your own your own juggliness, try either meditating normally or juggle meditating because it works. Thank you so much, Miriam. You can find her on her Instagram at more than a juggler. That's more underscore than underscore a underscore juggler. All right, next up we have Ani Cooper. She's a graduate of the Academy for Circus and Performance Art in the Netherlands. She's incredibly experienced, a really good juggler. She started juggling at age 14. She has a ton of knowledge on the topic of circus arts. Here she is. Okay, so there are so many different ways how I take joy from juggling. First and foremost, of course, the practice. I always had sort of good coordination, and already as a teenager, that's when I picked up juggling. I understood how to divide my attention between different things that are happening at the same time. I had also learned this from playing classical piano, so juggling was like another form of the same skill in some way, if that makes sense. And I have always been intrigued by these fully immersive practices. I enjoy to be absorbed by practicing. So mentally, generally, I have no problem at all to keep just practicing one trick over and over and over again. I'm rather a persistent person in nature. Uh, if the challenge is too hard, of course it can be frustrating, but then when you make just the right amount of progress and it gets you into the flow state, that's, of course, that's the best. Uh, but even without that, juggling still helps to take my mind off things. Is uh, I mean, I've, 
never been meditating much, but I think it is a similar thing with the mind. So as soon, you know, as soon as I roll the cups over my body, I can get into this mental zone. It feels just right at home. Um, and then I also take joy from the artistic side, of course. It's just like playing the piano, like playing music. Is Juggling has always been a form of expression for me. That's how I've always seen it. It's like a language that I enjoy. Yeah. And then uh, yet another form is the exchange. I've always taken a lot of joy from the exchange and working with other jugglers. I enjoy being a part of this community tremendously. This has been like truly such a gift in my life. Juggling has brought me to so many amazing places. I have met the most amazing people and made friends all around the world. I'm so grateful for this life. And yeah, I got it through juggling. And then last but not least, I enjoy sharing juggling with others as a teacher and performer. That's why I do what I do. <laughs> uh, in a way, I always hope that I can not only share the technique with others, but a little bit this life as well, this worldview in some way. And also the belief in one's own ability. Thank you so much, Ani. Super great to hear your answer. So Ani speaks to something that I find really true in my own in my own juggling, and that's like the challenge of perseverance and like leaning into the difficulty of of juggling and of this challenge that you've like almost given yourself. I've thought a lot about recently embracing the struggle as like as a way to grow and. That's kind of like at the beginning of the pandemic when I started juggling, that was kind of like what, what kept me going. I, I like put this challenge upon myself to like, to juggle every day for like hours. It was such a, it was such a good experience because I like, I learned so much about my. Myself in in the way that I responded to this challenge I'd given myself. So I think this like perseverance, like through what a difficult thing juggling is, is like, you can learn a lot from that. This is so true. I'm so glad you stuck with juggling, Sullivan. We have an amazing juggler right here next to me because of it. Likewise, Blue, same to you. I only touched on something uh, called the flow state, which it sounded like, I don't think she mentioned it by name, but it sounded like she kind of got into where things kind of fall away uh the flow state is commonly referred to also in video games when you're in a in a flow and just the movement kind of comes out of you this like cosmic energy it's really cool i don't know if you've ever experienced it solvent but i i get there sometimes with juggling when something's just when it's moving when it's kind of going with your body and the the objects are moving in the way you want them to and it's not a stressful thing it's a beautiful thing yeah for me the flow state comes in many other ways like besides juggling for me it comes with like latin dancing like salsa i get into the flow state doing cooking i love to cook so like when i'm just in the kitchen just like mixing stuff up i get in the flow state but yeah i i definitely i definitely feel that as well just a recap of ani's answers she said it's the practice meditation the expression of self the collaboration and then teaching or sharing her work with others which is a joy that I've been able to share with a couple of people. I really like teaching people to juggle. I've taught a lot of people through this class I used to do with my co-op. I feel like this is a good time to tie in my own answer to this question, where do you find joy in juggling? For me, it's therapeutic. 
a lot of the time, so it helps me solve my own issues by going out and juggling. It's something I can get my mind off of, but not in like a in like a in a movement based area, not in like a toxic area. It's a therapeutic thing. So if I'm having a depressive moment or having a lot of anxiety, I can go juggle and I can kind of forget about a lot of it. So it's really really important for me. Uh, and one of the ways I do that is through juggling alone. Uh, sometimes it's nice to juggle with other people, but uh, a lot of the times it's just me in this kind of little gym, just juggling, working through myself. I also love to juggle alone. And Ani's answer also ties into my own answer. The phrase she says right at the end of her recording, belief in one's own ability. This is like the phrase that sums up what I love most about juggling. Um, and I think it's like astounding the amount of confidence juggling has given me. I would never have believed that, like, I could do the things with, like, throwing things in the air that I can now do. And I think, like, like, <laughs> it's such, like, a strange thing to, like, take this out on. But, like, I, like I was talking about earlier, at the beginning of the pandemic, when I first started juggling, like, I had this goal of where I wanted to be. And just in, like, believing that I could do it and, like, taking these small incremental steps to slowly improve, like, that is what really, really brings me the most joy in juggling is, like, yeah, this belief in one's own ability. Thank you so much, Ani, and thank you for sharing your life experience and your stories and your answer with us. And uh, keep on keep on doing your thing. You can find Ani on Instagram at, at @anijuggling. That's A-N-N-I juggling, and also on YouTube. And you should totally go support her on Patreon because she's really cool. Last response, we got Tim. He does beautiful curvy patterns with clubs and posts montages of his learning process on his Instagram, Tim Airwalker. He also does some really cool acro stuff, so you should totally check that out. And go subscribe and donate to his Patreon, which we have linked in our bio. Hey, it's Tim Airwalker. First off, thanks for having me here on The Morning Rog. But yeah, what brings me joy within the realm of juggling? There's just so much to talk about here, but there are two main reasons. The main appeal for me is that juggling allows me to freely express my thoughts, my interests, my dreams, all of that. And I can take something that lives in my mind and form it into a physical, tangible movement. It's almost meditative. I like to think of it as if there's like this untouchable, infinite world of imagination right in front of me and i'm free to explore it however i wish and there aren't any rules or limitations that is until you try to bring these movements into the physical world then i find the biggest obstacle is dealing with the limitations of physics but what enough practice we jugglers and flow artists have a unique way of using that limitation to our advantage and this kind of leads me into the second aspect that i adore about juggling and that's the ability to track and measure incremental progress. On my Instagram, I like to post videos of myself learning certain tricks, and I would talk about how I take small steps to progressively learn them. Then for the following month, I would like loosely drill it and take note of the small progresses that I make and some of the struggles as well. <laughs> you could think of it kind of like a relaxed 30-day challenge of a sort. I know that sometimes new tricks, they can feel so daunting, maybe even impossible, but being able to break it down into these like small achievable tasks can really help because eventually those small steps 
start building up and up and up. And before you know it, that large, scary task from before, it's pretty much a piece of cake now. It's kind of funny. And an added benefit is that you could apply the same process into almost any part of your life, day-to-day life. If you want to write a book, maybe start journaling a little bit every day. If you wish to run a marathon one day, like maybe start with a light five-minute jog around your neighborhood. Cleaning your room? Ah, yeah. Start with the pile of clothes on that one chair. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> all jokes aside, I could go on forever about all the all the things that I enjoy about juggling. But to sum it up, I really enjoy juggling because it allows me to freely express myself through movement. And as time passes, it allows me to see how much I grow and progress, not only in my skills, but as an individual as well. One of the things I really appreciate about Tim is he posts him practicing and also his fails uh, a lot of the times in like his little montages he posts on his Instagram. And it is super, super inspiring. It makes it feel like the tricks are achievable. I know he's posted one on the Curve Cascade, which is something I've wanted to do and struggle with for a long time. And seeing him work through the process of learning it, not just the final beautiful product, is something that's been really, really helpful to my juggling. It makes it feel achievable. And I appreciate that. I think it is so true that you should take joy in the little things, not just in juggling, but also in life. You need to take it one step at a time, small chunks off. And it's not just about the end of the journey, as everyone says. It's about the progress and the incremental bits as you go. Yeah, for sure. Another thing he says is this idea of physical expressions and emotional concepts. I've got so many like little ideas floating around in my head, and, I'm, and I know you do too, Blue. It's like It's just like this well of like, of like ether which you can like pull out of your brain and like toss into the world and like tim says it's hard like it's difficult to like manifest these things in like tangible ways and it's like a it's like a real challenge and it's like a fun challenge too i love i love seeing what i can reproduce from like kind of like the scratchy blueprints that live in my head and another thing like you touched on blue when tim's posting his his like practice montages it brings me back to this this idea of slow progress and this is something that i struggled with a lot as i was learning how to juggle because i just wanted to like go 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 learn everything i needed to learn how to how to see the improvement that i was making and how to understand that like i can improve one percent a day and not just a hundred percent a day and i think that's that's a really important thing to keep in mind it's also hard like watching other people improve quicker than you are and like taking it upon yourself to say like i am where I need to be right now, just in today. Like, I am where I need to be. I am doing well. And you are. All jugglers out there, all people out there, you're exactly where you need to be. Like, you don't need to be anywhere higher than we are. You're doing great. Keep on juggling. So true. Thanks for the reminder, Blue. I need it. I think a lot of people need it. Thank you so much, Tim. You can follow Tim on Instagram at Tim Airwalker, T-I-M-A-I-R-W-A-L-K-E-R. And he has a Patreon too, so go check it out. Support support Tim and the work he's doing. It's it's a lot of good stuff. Links for both his Instagram and his Patreon are in our Instagram bio and in this episode's description. Thanks for listening to the episode, everyone, and thanks to all the people who contributed. To our listeners, thank you all so much for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope it inspired you to think about what brings you joy in juggling. If you want to answer the question yourself, you can DM the Morning Rogs Instagram account at the Morning Rog. 
and we'll share your answers on our Instagram story. Thank you to Tim, Miriam, Ani, Billy, and Zach for answering our questions. Super, super appreciate it. You can stream The Morning Rog on Spotify and follow at The Morning Rog on Instagram at T-H-E-M-O-R-N-I-N-G-R-O-G on Instagram to stay updated on our new episodes. Please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Music. It really helps. Rog on, and we'll see you in the next episode.